0: Hello, and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and this is my guest, Diana Vavaro. Diana Varvaro is uh, joining us from uh, New York. Uh, she's at Paul Mitchell NYC. We're going to hear all about uh, what that's like coming up. And also, she's got some really interesting insight on um, things like soft skills, professional development, and education, uh, culture, et cetera. And, um, but anyway, Diana, why don't you uh, introduce yourself?
1: Okay, so my name is Diana Vavaro. Um, I'm currently the education leader and future professional advisor for Paul Mitchell, the school NYC. I have been in education for nine years. I've always loved this industry since I was little. I know you probably hear like a lot of hairdressers say that they used to, you know, color and cut their Barbie dolls. Um, That was me. And then also growing up, I was um, in beauty pageants and I did modeling. And I really loved it. I loved like the whole behind the scenes. I loved getting ready. I loved entertainment. I honestly always wanted to be a movie star as a kid. Um, But as I started getting into that industry, to be honest with you, it was very competitive and I felt like I felt like judged, you know. So it was like I liked it, but I didn't like that portion of it. And since I always was into hair and makeup, that's what made me say, like, you know what? I love this industry, but I want to be behind the scenes you know, not directly in front, which is funny because now, you know, I do a lot of speaking and you're still kind of in front of the camera, but it took me a little while to develop into that. In the beginning, I was a little bit shy, um, but I always loved the industry. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I went to the Paul Mitchell school, which was amazing. Thank God I was blessed to go to that school. And I was really set up for success from the beginning So everything kind of happened pretty fast for me. Um, As soon as I graduated school, which I was like valedictorian, I was so into into going to school. I loved education. Um, I loved mentoring other students also at that point. So it made me um, know that I would definitely want to get into that portion at some period of time. But um, I started off really doing a lot of freelance work, which was super exciting for me because that kind of allowed me, um, you know, that behind the scenes action that I really liked as, you know, being a child. So I did a lot of fashion weeks. Um, I worked for Bella Magazine and um, I did some independent films, stuff like that. So I really enjoyed that um, aspect. I did work in a salon as well. So I kind of was doing both. And I loved being in the salon and I loved, um, you know, helping clients and making them feel and look their best. But for me, I just kind of like something a little bit, you know, more exciting. I'm very active. So for me to just be behind the chair and just do hair all day is not, you know, a great fit for me. I like to, you know, do hair on set or, you know, even bridal parties, things that are kind of like a little bit more, you know, free. So um, I had the opportunity to go back and teach at Paul Mitchell um, after a couple of years in the industry. So I jumped at that opportunity because, for me, I always love to give back and I love to help people and mentor people, and I enjoy that from when I was in the student, you know, from when I was in the school, and then also when I was in the salon. It was funny because when I first started here, I was you know this young girl coming into the salon, and there was a lot of older people that worked there. And I met my first mentor, Lisa Pelletier, and um, she took me under her wing and she told me, like, there's two people in this industry. It's either um, (laughs) movers and shakers or pissers and moaners. She's like, and I could tell that, you know, you're a mover and a shaker. I was like, yes, definitely. So in Paul Mitchell, we talk about visionaries, resistors, and fence sitters. So I always wanted to be a visionary. So I kind of went in the salon and started educating these, you know, older women on all these you know, different systems and culture that we had in the school. And, you know, of course, my boss loved it, but the the other people that um, worked there were kind of like, who is this girl, you know? And then um, when I was able to go back to Paul Mitchell and educate there, it really just like fed my soul for being able to really educate and mentor and give back and just be there for all these people that are starting out in the industry that you know, maybe like a little bit nervous or going through different things and just to be able to guide them and help them the way that I was guided and helped. I felt like that kind of like changed my life. So I wanted to be that, you know, day maker for for other future professionals and, you know, getting started in the industry.
0: Cool. That's awesome. Um, so how long, you, how long have you been at are you full time at Paul Mitchell's school? yes okay and you've been full-time for nine years yes okay awesome that's great why don't you um let the viewers who aren't familiar with uh paul mitchell school why don't you tell us a little bit about what it's uh what it's like being an educator at paul mitchell like um from the culture or day-to-day or whatever whatever you think is important for people to kind of understand this paul mitchell experience that you've been living for for the last nine years
1: so Paul Mitchell honestly changed my life. Um, when I started going to Paul Mitchell, I went through a difficult time with um, the loss of my grandmother. And then um, my father died unexpectedly um, four weeks into school. And um, the love and support that comes along with the Paul Mitchell School or the Be Nice or Else culture um, is just like unexplainable. So I don't know if you ever heard of the book Be Nice or Else by Win Kleba. Um, it teaches you basically how to be a nice person and when they say or else it's not like anything bad's going to happen to you it just means like if you're not nice you're not going to be successful because honestly that's what it takes to be in the industry and um, just at Paul Mitchell where we meet people where they are so we understand like people come from different walks of life people go through different things people have different dreams and they have struggles and we're there to help them and guide them um, from the beginning to the end. we just push them, we help them grow. Um, Having empathy and um, just really being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Sometimes people may be labeled as not a good student or, you know, like I said, we talk about visionaries, fence sitters and resistors. You know, you could just be like, oh, they resist, like they're a resistor. They're not going to get it. But they are. It's just you have to be able to know how to approach people in different ways in which they're able to be receptive to. Um, once you have an understanding of what people are going through, you could then game plan with them to help them to reach success and the potential. If you see the potential in somebody, sometimes sometimes. Um, Not everybody has a lot of support at home. So sometimes we get future professionals who always wanted to do this, but their parents wanted them to go to college or wanted them to take a a different path. Sometimes there's a misconception that hairdressers can't be successful. And that's obviously so (laughs) untrue. Um, So just being that person to an inspiring um, artist, to let them know that I see potential in you and I care about you and I'm here for you. Um, just those few words could really change a person's life and really help them to be able to get past what, you know, labels they have already put on themselves or that other people put on them. So I, I really love that about Paul Mitchell. I love that we're um, a community of giving back. So we actually um, have a fundraising campaign, which we do every year, and we raise money for 10 different charities. And um, this year, we raised over $10,000 from all the Paul Mitchell schools combined. Um, Our school raised um, $10,831. And yeah, with only 26 students. But um, yeah, it's, you know, what? it's just when you are able to give back to people, it's just the most rewarding thing in the world. And to be able to help other people realize that, you know what success, um, like John Paul uh, De Joria says, success unshared is failure. So to be successful isn't measured by how much money you make. It's measured by you um, being able to make a difference in this world and do what you love. And I feel like that that makes you rich right there.
0: Cool. That's awesome. Um, so I think it's in, I think uh, what you're talking about, the be nice or else. Uh, I have heard of that. I have been to one, um, just randomly. I don't even know how I ended up getting the invitation, but I ended up, uh, at a, um, a talk at Paul Mitchell temple and Frederick, uh, when Clayball happened to be yes. there. I mean, I must not just happen upon it. I'm sure I was invited to it, but, um, <laughs> it was a long time ago and, uh, it's cool. And I really liked it. Um, I mean, I'm talking like 10 years more ago, but, um, I really liked it, and I'm glad to see that it's still being used. Um, you, you're talking about all these little things that you can do for, uh, as far as being nice or else, and um, how that could change someone's someone's whole day. Uh, I think I think that's totally cool because you can talk about it in terms of with your guests at the salon, like can people come to see you? Like if you can be aware of other people and like be in tune with them, um, definitely with your colleagues or your team members and, uh, transferring over to salons. Um, do you have anything to expand on, on salon culture, um, as a in regards to this conversation?
1: Yes, definitely. So a lot of salons, um, I feel like do not have a assist, like systems in place. Um, I feel like culture and systems kind of go hand in hand. Um, so when everybody has a common goal and um, they're able to come together and just respect each other, work as a team, um, you know, put, put other people first. And um, definitely, especially with your guests, obviously you need to, um, it's not, About how you make them look, but rather how you make them feel. And being nice, honestly, is a skill that everyone needs. So it's not just for hairdressers. If you're a a dentist and you're nice, you're going to have more patients. If you're a nasty waitress, nobody's going to want to sit at your table. So having that culture of being, um, you know, putting people first, especially in an industry that is all about communication and people and service you you need to be able to give that extraordinary experience um go above and beyond because that's what's going to set you apart from somebody else having all of those those soft skills and those personality traits and being genuinely caring about people that's something that you you can't really fake I mean you could practice working on it but I feel like um that comes across when you genuinely care about your guest, and you care about what's going on in their lives and you care about how their time is that they're spending with you rather than how much money your service ticket is. People are going to recommend people to you. It's, it's your energy that attracts people. So when you're kind and you're happy and you're positive and you love what you're doing, people are going to love coming and sitting in your chair. But if you're having a bad day and you have that negative energy or, you know, you don't have confidence, whatever you project out is going to come onto your guest. And then you're going to make your guest feel unsure about being in your chair. So I really feel like it's very important to, um, be aware of people and your people skills, your soft skills, and let people know that you care about their time. Thank them for coming to see you just go your extra mile to be nice and let that person know how much you appreciate them. I feel like that goes a long way.
0: Yeah. So, um, when you say soft skills, um, let just so just to kind of expand for the listener or viewer um, can uh, let's let's talk a little bit about that, because I I think I know what you mean, but I don't want to put any words in your mouth. Like if you were to define soft skills, how would you define or explain it?
1: OK, so soft skills are one of the most important things that you need to succeed in this industry. And I wholeheartedly believe that um, we train every student to be able to do hair. Everybody learns the same haircuts. Everybody learns the same coloring techniques, right? We all play around with balayage and all the the latest trends. Um, But I feel like that's a given. You're you're in this industry and people sit in your chair, they expect you to be able to do hair. Like they're not going to be like, oh my God, you gave me the greatest haircut. Like, yes, but if you gave them the greatest haircut and you had the nastiest attitude, they're not going to want to come back to you. So your soft skills are being able to be forward-focused. Um, you know, things come up. You have to put your personal life aside because it's not about you. So I see a lot of people starting out in the industry and, you know, um, they're having a bad day and they, they they don't perform the way that they should because they let their emotions get involved. You have to take emotions out of it because it's not about you and your emotions. You have to be able to... Um, thoroughly do a great conversation you have to be charming you have to be charismatic you have to um be able to communicate a lot of people have difficulties especially now with communication because everything's over um you know instagram direct message like you can't just you know communicate through that when there's a when there's a person that's sitting in front of you you need to be able to connect and i think that one-on-one connection is a little bit difficult for people first starting out like um you have to be able to look somebody in the eye and, um, be able to just really connect with that person. And, um, that I feel like can definitely be challenging for people for starting out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so the, the be nice or else talks about being nice. Um, would you say that that is almost would be like a textbook for soft skills, or would you say that, um, there's more, it's, it, there's more to it than, um, what you talk about and what you talk about with the Be Nice or concept or the book.
1: I think that there's actually a lot of different, um, things out there that, um, you should look into, um, the grow series by Anthony Whittaker is phenomenal for people who first starting out, um, because it's also about, you have to be able to make sure that you're able to rebook guests, you're able to, you know, build a book by getting referrals. And, you know, a lot of that comes with communication as well. But then also holding yourself accountable. Um, That's another thing, like people have a lot of dreams and goals, but they don't want to actually put any action behind it. So that is something that is also extremely important is holding yourself accountable. Um, I look for inspiration everywhere and I love to continue to learn. Um, I feel like sometimes they get to a certain point and they're like, oh, I know everything. And it's like, no, you, you really don't. You know, I mean, I continue education every day when I'm not at work. Every Monday that I'm off, I'm doing some kind of training and I'm looking for inspiration and um, continuing to grow, which is a huge thing. So um, there's so many different resources out there, especially now. Um, Even watching your show, there's unlimited education that people could could um, take, you know, on behind the chair, hair brains. And Paul Mitchell has so much education on Paul Mitchell Pro. Um, I feel like you have to seek things out. So definitely reading books, um, attending trainings, anything that's going to make you stronger. I feel like you should try to continue to better yourself and build your skills every single day. Yeah. I feel like once, once you stop and you get off your game, that's, that's it.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. So, um, so we're talking about, we're not talking about hair. All right. Or I'm just going to kind of sum summarize some of what you said, and you're going to let me know if I need to make, if we, if I'm right, if I'm off or at all. Um, so when we're talking about soft skills, what I hear you saying is, uh, to be successful, in this industry has like being good at hair is, is, um, is the assumed part, you know, and then, um, and on that, and in that context, you should always maybe just know that you might not know what you don't know. If you think, you know, everything and, uh, or just stay open-minded and stay a student forever. Um, I totally agree with the technical side of stuff. We're, um, you know, we're always learning. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know any hairdresser that I respect that thinks they know it all period. That's exactly. it. That's a full stop. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, as far as like, you know, the ones that are, that are super successful, even if they don't attend a lot of a uh, training education, um, They're always on their phone looking at videos or something, you know, maybe not going to classes, you know, saying there's a right and wrong way to go, how to get this education, um, you know, to each their own. But I I totally agree, like stay on top of it. Um, But what we're really talking about here is not that, not hair. We're talking about, we're talking about how to communicate, how to empathize, how to be self-aware and how to hold yourself accountable. That's, I love that. I'm so glad you said that. You know, how do you how do you uh, remember to kind of reflect or uh, own up to things that um, that you may have done or not done that you were supposed to do or not supposed to do? Um, yeah, I think that's all good. So we got Be Nice or Else by Wynn Clayball and the growth series by who was that by
1: a Growth series by Anthony Whitaker
0: gross series by Anthony Whitaker. So I'll, um, just for the viewers and listeners, I'll put this down in the, um, in the comments box and, um, we're launching a website soon. So actually by the time this is filmed, the website or the time this airs, the website will be launched. So you can just go onto the website and, um, and, you know, pull up Diana's information and you'll see the books that she recommends. Um, so that's awesome. Cool. Um, well, uh, I know, um, I think this is a great place to kind of wrap it up. Uh, next time, I want to dive into some education. Since you know, add, being an educator, I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on education, continuing education. Um, also, um, you, you talked about being a visionary. Uh, I would love to hear hear about that and anything other so, sort of professional development. But we'll save that for the next for next time. Um, until then, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, Your, your uh, input is super valuable. Um, Yeah. So uh, until next time
1: um, I'll see you then. All right. Bye-bye.